podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Cheeseheads. Welcome to another episode of the Cheese Room Podcast. This is Franco, your host of the show, and today we're talking about a 2-1 defeat to Villa at home in the Premier League. Disappointing result. I'm sure Paul Muir will talk about some green shoots in a bit, and Seb will talk about how annoyed he is, and I think all those points are valid. A lot to discuss, a lot happened in the game today. Before we start, though, I just need to obviously mention the sad passing of um, former player and manager Terry Venables. Obviously, had three and a bit seasons at Spurs, winning the FA Cup. Then was a manager, winning the FA Cup again. Um, so he's there in sort of Spurs history uh, as, a, as a legend and he will be missed. Right, uh, joining me, although from South London, is Mr Paul Muir. Hey, Paul. Hello, mate. Yep, good. Just to let you be on a cheese room green curtain. Um, myself and Franco and a few of the patrons <laughs> met up with each other earlier. And uh, I don't think we were confident, but uh, and when the team came out, which we'll talk about, obviously, we were very interested in how we'd uh, mm. we play, but it was uh, it was good to see you earlier, and uh, looking forward to chat with you two fine fellows. Well, the other fine fellow, as I've already mentioned, Mister Seb Short, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm not in a good mood to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's like there's some games where you you you're kind of raging because we're crap or you know big mistakes yeah. or anything, and then there's some games that just really get on your nerves, and the whole the whole game just really got on my nerves today. I, I'm, I, I've had a few hours kind of calm down and it, well, I'm not even angry. I'm just really, yeah. really frustrated. There's so much to kind of dissect uh, and, yeah. and look at, not even to do with Tottenham players, <laughs> a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, just, yeah, really, really kind of miffed with, with that result today. Yeah, no, I can understand that. It was uh, it was definitely frustrating, and the ref didn't help. Some of the decisions were contentious. Um, we'll, we'll sort of go through them in a minute. As always, though, we start with the lineup. A few things to talk about today, so I'll take them bit by bit, and you can share them between yourselves. So, Paul, what did you think about Eric Dyer not playing and starting with two fullbacks as centre backs? <laughs> I had a feeling that uh, we might see Mister Royale. Um, back at centre back or, or or the right centre back. I, I knew Davis would be there, obviously, with with the issues we've got the suspensions and uh, injuries and stuff. But yeah, Emerson Royale. Um, he obviously he's obviously a, he's got a very good defensive head in him, uh, meaning he, he he can play defender anywhere across the pretty much the back four. I mean, he played left centre back, sorry, uh, left back for a little bit as well. So I was I wasn't too surprised to see him start. I was very surprised to see Mister Dyer not being involved at all. That was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. It did take a lot of height out of the team, though, didn't it? Which was initial concern. Yeah, we said that, didn't we? we you and I, when we were talking uh, during the game, uh, half-time and WhatsApp and stuff, we, we said there's there's no height there. And it, that, I think that really ha- that really hampered us today. Yeah. No, I, think I agree. What about the midfield decisions, Seb? I mean, when I saw the lineup, I was pretty happy that we were basically going guns blazing, balls out. Um, what do you think the decisions? Because obviously Hoybier was was dropped today, and, and they put Kulu in the middle. Brian Hill got his chance. Lacelso in the middle. It's pretty attacking lineup, wasn't it? Yeah, couldn't have been any any more attacking really with the with the remaining options. I, I said on the patron chat when the lineup came out, the two players. Obviously, I went to the to the Wolves game. The two players who really stodged it up, if you like, for me um, in that game were Dyer and Hoybier. 
Um, mm. And I don't just mean the kind of the mistakes at the end. I just mean in kind of, you know, they are the remnants of Conte ball and it was evident in that uh, in that game for me, at least. Um, yeah. And um, it, yeah, it kind of was a surprise, but it also wasn't a surprise. If Ange sticks to his guns and his way of playing uh, and he's given people opportunities. And for me, those two players, you know, Hoybier is a, is a good footballer, but in terms of the the methodology and the terms of in terms of what Ange wants out of his players, they don't they don't fit, and therefore they they don't start. Um, and yeah, I was I was excited when I when I saw the lineup. Obviously, I was I was less excited by the bench because it was literally, <laughs> I, you know, felt, felt like I'd have turned up with my boots. I might have got on, but you know, I, I one thing I don't understand is why there can't just be some kid. Um, I don't know if we yeah, had a game today yeah. or something like that, but just 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 give a kid a space on the bench. Um, you know, I, I don't understand if there's a space going, just just put someone in there. Yeah, it did seem a bit strange. I mean, yeah, almost like they've been caught unawares. Like, oh, we've got a space on the bench available. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> here to do it. It does seem weird, doesn't it? And I'm sure there was, yeah, there was probably some one of our young players in the in the stadium somewhere. But you know, they probably wouldn't have got on the pitch, would they? You got so many subs these days that it's, it's crazy. But, yeah. Um, it's never a good look when you've got two goalies on the bench, I'll admit. And yeah, and there wasn't really much to change it. And I mean, that's it. During the second half, we were kind of talking about, well, what would you do now? And I called the sub. When I saw Skip warm me up, I was like, well, I can see what you're going to do here. But it really doesn't feel like a particularly attacking change at this stage. So yeah, already lack of options. This season's been mad because it was only feels like a month or two ago that we were saying, we were looking at a bench saying how, how strong it looked. And now, you know, with, with these injuries and suspensions, today we were struggling. Um, but look, I think the game started off quite differently to how some people expected. I was thinking it would be like an Ardiles 4-3, you know, who knows which way it will go type game. But it, a lot of other people were thinking, well, this could be an absolute route. We could get absolutely smashed here because, you know, we're looking very shaky at the back. But Paul, it was it was all us to start with really, wasn't it? I know Vitter had a couple of chances, but in terms of possession and in terms of all the attacking intent, it was all with us, wasn't it? Yeah, good start. I uh, thought we looked pretty kind of lot on the front foot. Fairly offensive, especially Danny Doggy Lasalso, uh, Brian Hillside. So our left going towards the north stand, away from me. Um, thought we played some nice triangles there. Thought Kuliszewski was uh, making himself available, probably not getting picked up. Uh, he was in some real nice spaces. Uh, obviously, Villa played that high line as well. So Son, as we'll probably come on to in a couple of minutes, get get kept making runs and uh, wasn't being found. Very very disappointed in Johnson. I think uh, Seb and I spoke maybe on WhatsApp or on text earlier. I thought Johnson was poor today. If you look what Hill was offering, come short or go beyond his mm. his um his defender. Uh, Brian, sorry, Brendan Johnson wasn't doing that. I mean, it's Lucadinia for fuck's sake. Do you know what I'm saying? You and you and I are quicker than Lucadinia, and um, there was lots of space and there was lots of there was, there was an easily threaded ball inside uh, Lucadinia and their centre-back and it was on and Johnson would have stripped him for it would have absolutely burnt him for base and, it, yeah. and he just didn't show for it I was I was I I know Seb thinks he wasn't fit I just think he was lazy and, and offered very little going forward but yeah that first 15-20 minutes was um, was good I thought we, we, we and LaCelso come more and more into it always offering himself for the ball nice angles tight little turning circles Kulu's making a burst uh, through the middle, and he was getting picked up with a nice straight ball. Son was not too bad, uh, dropping off and stuff, and then like yeah, like trying to spin in behind. As you say, it was that first 20, 25 minutes. I was really happy. 
Yeah, I mean, some of the passing was great. I mean, the frustrating part of it was we had, I looked at the stats when I got home and I was like, no, we surely had loads more chances than this. But quite a few of them obviously wouldn't have counted because they were offside. And we just didn't seem to to run that line particularly well, did we today? So lots of offside decisions. Yeah, yeah, and the, the thing that stats don't show is kind of the, the opportunities that Spurs had when we kind of got into the into the box and pulled yeah. pulled the ball back and just made the wrong decision. It, there was a lot yeah. to be excited about, um, and as always with Ange, now I think we can say you know it, it's going to be attacking football, it's going to be exciting football. So it didn't get away from that, but I, I felt we were really wasteful um in those yeah. in those positions mm. you know getting into good positions um Kulusevsky, um he was very impressive i like him but also i just want him to take a bit more responsibility um there was a couple of times he got into the box and he just tried little one touch layoffs and things like that where actually you know if he'd had the the confidence he certainly got the strength to uh, to to go through and then he had that one where uh, he, you know, got it onto his onto his favourite foot, and I felt he had all of the goal to aim at. You know, it, yeah, I, I was celebrating it, mate. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he hit the post. He just leathered it. He just absolutely leathered it, and uh, he should should have put it away. You know, I don't know what the xG was on on that, but I imagine it was quite high because, it, you know, he had all of the goal. Martinez had already kind of kind of made his made his made his move, if you like. Um, yeah. And that that was a that was a big waste. Um, yeah, with Johnson, I, I really do feel like he's not fit. I know he, since he's come to the club, he's kind of been in and out a little bit because certainly with some fitness issues. And then I think people were surprised when he went on international duty. I, I don't think he's. I mean, I think he was on for ninety minutes today, but I don't. I don't really feel like he's got that in him. Maybe maybe he needed ninety minutes to get ninety minutes in him, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't really feel like he's uh, he's hundred percent fit. Um, and then the the other the other issue for me was Son. I mean, you mentioned the offsides, but sometimes I just feel he doesn't do enough unless he's scoring. And I know that's kind of how it's meant to be in, in Ange Ball. We, we've talked about it before that the nine really doesn't touch the ball, and then when they do, they you know it's to put the opportunities away. And as we've spoken about, Son's xG far exceeds his goals far exceed his xG and stuff like that, but. I don't know, just didn't kind of really cut it for me today. Oh, it was an off day. Yeah, absolutely an off day. But it was everything. There was a chance, I think, later in the second half where he went through and you think you've got a bit of time, but he just lashed like a left foot shot across and it didn't go anywhere, went straight to defender. You think, come on, man, you've got... Yeah. like chances at this stage of the game are going to be few and far between and you need to make the most of them. And he lashed at that. And there was another one, I think, we he shot, didn't he, low, that he's never going to trouble the goalkeeper. And you think in those situations, decision-making, you're right. I mean, I can probably think of 10 different opportunities where we got in the box and whether it was Brian Hill, whether it was you, that header that, that mm. Son didn't make. Uh, it was at the other end, so I didn't really fully see why. But that looked like a perfect ball from Hill and Son kind of missed it. And... Yeah. yeah, there was just a frustration because it felt like we were causing them loads of problems getting in behind. All of the possession was us, but we just weren't making it count. And going to your point, Paul, about Johnson, I'm just looking at the stats. He, um, I think, was... Yeah, he played the entire game in the end, didn't he? And Brian Hill went off on 70 minutes. But Johnson had 39 touches. Brian Hill had 64. And that's the thing. Brian was offering a lot more. He was coming back and he was always trying to play those little interplays with Yudogi and with mm-hmm. the centre midfielder, some of those overlaps and stuff. The football was great. Um, I do think that Johnson did look good in certain little bits of space that he had, though. And I think the times when he, you know, he did get forward. But again, it's just it's just end products was, was lacking today, wasn't it? I don't know if it's a relationship he's got with Poro, 
Yeah, or because we, we we talk about this quite a bit, or we talked about it over the last couple of seasons about like players working in partnerships and trios. I don't know yeah. if maybe Poro is feeling like you know he he should be bursting forward a bit more from that kind of inverted position or not. But yeah, I, I'm 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 far from impressed by Johnson so far. I know mm. he wasn't injured at all at Forest. He comes in, he pulls his hamstring against Arsenal. Um, and then he's and I, I didn't see the Wales game. I don't know if he played during the international break, but what I've seen for Spurs, you know, he scored and stuff. And but I'm 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 expecting a lot more, especially because he was he was clocked as the quickest player in the league last season. And you think, yeah, you know, that that that's his pace. I mean, uh, Matt Daniels sits next to me, um, a guy called Matt Daniels, and he said, uh, John, Brendan Johnson got one trick. You got to play the ball in front of him, and that's his trick to run yeah. really, really quickly and square the ball. I mean, that's tangible, isn't it? We play with. There's no yeah, point. Yeah. There's, there's no point in then chipping it into like the six yard box and expecting like a Harry Kane in the back post to knock it in because that's not our football. But Johnson has um, he's 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 failed to deliver so far. I think you've been really harsh. <laughs> yeah, a bit harsh, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I thought he was, uh, even though I don't think he's, as I said, I don't think he's 100% fit. I thought he was good against Wolves. No, obviously he he, he got the goal. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he was good when he when he first came in, came into the team. Uh, Sheffield United game, I think, and he, he came on and made a difference. Um, yeah, I think, I think in a, uh, in a fully fit first team squad, he probably still uh, first team eleven, if you like. When everyone's there, he probably still gets in the team. And I think with the likes of uh, Madison and and a bit more kind of continuity, I think you'll see what he's worth. But I, I, like I say, I do think he's carrying something that may, just means he's not hundred percent. I think he's ninety percent. Um, and I didn't mm. think he was terrible today, um, but I did think there was there was there was also a lot. Going on on the on the left hand side, as you as you said, Paul. You know, it was there was a lot going on with with Brian. Um, so he, he was he was kind of out out of out of the picture. Why, why was that? Do you think, why do you think there was a lot more going on, on that side? Um, that's a good question. I I I, I would maybe because Hill was offering himself more, and also Lacelso tends to. Um, play balls out to out out to that side. A lot was going, you know. The the, the play was going um, Benny Lacelso, and then Lacelso was finding Brian or or, or Son. Um, even Kulisewski didn't have too much in that that first twenty twenty five minutes. It was all over the left hand side. Lacelso's natural inclination, I think, is to is to play balls out to the left. Um, yeah. So just just kind of as it was. Look, like I say, six out of ten for me. Johnson's day wasn't great. Um, but I think you've been a little bit harsh in saying that he's uh, he's not impressed you at all since he's since he's come in. Okay, hmm. I think you're right though about him wanting to take players on. I haven't seen that so much, and he got stood up a few times today, and and just decided to go back rather than try and take him on. I'd also um, I'd also say as well at this point defensively, he's got a lot to to to, to do. Um, yeah. he's, he's, he's got to come back more. He has to. He got played around a couple of times today. The Ollie Watkins header, uh, the dinking, the, the nice ball in. He got played around that left Daniel free to put that ball in. He, he, mm. he, he was caught between uh, two places there, and he should have actually just stayed wide and gone with Dinia and let Poro come in in the inverted. But he didn't, and he just didn't run back and cover the space. He, he actually done it a few times today because he because when Hill was substituted, he came back over to the left as well. And uh, yeah, again, didn't run back. Yeah, he might be carrying something. I'm not sure, but you know, if he's fit enough to get picked at the moment, he's got. He might. Okay, I'm being harsh. He's got. To do, <laughs> Doesn't mean anything, Paul. He's got. To, he's, got to do, he's, got to, he's got to do more. He has to do more. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. When you when you compare it to Hill, because I thought Hill was really playing for his place today. He was running his ass off and then after about sixty minutes he, died. he, <laughs> he, died. Was, he, he was just t- blew up. Yeah, he blitzed himself. Yeah. yeah. You could see it, he was trying to close the man down. You could just see he was struggling. I was like, Man, it's only fifteen minutes since the second half started and you're already you know, struggling. Yeah. But um yeah, good good effort from him, but he's obviously not had a lot of football this year. And um, again, the composure in the final ball lacking a little bit. But again, there's a green shoot for you. And you're right about Kulu. I think the first half, like I'm just looking at the, the touches because in the second half, when he was on that right hand side, uh, when everything sort of got switched around, the ball went out wide to him quite a bit. But he only had 52 touches, which was less than Brian Hill. And it's, I, think, I think you're right, Seb, in that first half, he, he didn't get on the ball too much, the same as Johnson didn't either. But how many, how many touches did Hill, uh, sorry, Kulu have in the second half? I don't know. It doesn't break it down into us. Well, it, so it was that okay. So he came out wide right, and he was getting a lot of the ball. It felt like it. Do you not think when Johnson, when Johnson, when Johnson's not wide right, all of a sudden the reason he's not getting the ball is because it's going the other way. Yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. <laughs> well, also, well, I suppose the Celso went off. That was 85 minutes, though. So, all right, things did change. Um, but look, let's talk about the Celso as well because I thought he was actually. Really good today. I don't know what you thought, Paul. I thought is is you know he looked for the ball quite a lot. He took responsibility. He wanted it. Wanted to take it deep. He wanted it in all the areas, and he looked comfortable on the ball. Like we've, we've constantly seen that he was a bit weak when he first joined, and you know didn't didn't really fancy the fight the same as Ndombele didn't. But I thought today he he kind of stood up and he and he took a few challenges, but he kept going. And um, yeah, then he got the goal, and the goal was was a really nice technique, wasn't it? Well struck. It was, yeah. I, I thought it was really, as you say, coming taking off the centre backs, or then staying a little bit more far, uh, staying a bit more advanced. Um, yeah, he's 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 got really good balance. Mm. He's got really good centre, uh, excuse me, low centre of gravity, and um, yeah, I thought he kind of like he he, he was a standout player for the fir- for the first half. For us. I thought, I thought yeah. he was he was very very good. I like him. He puts a tackle in as well, and he can tackle, especially when you think he the the player the oppo has just got to the side of him. He can put he can wrap his foot around. The ball and, and and win it back. Um, yeah, the goal. Uh, what we've been saying for a while: if you don't shoot from the outside or near the D, what's going to happen? We're not going to score. Yeah, it took a deflection. Yeah. So the fuck what? I don't, I don't care. But you know, you, you've got to be in it to win it. And all the other cliches we're thinking of right now. It was he, he got his knee over and hip over the ball and struck it really, really well. Probably mm. Martinez would have saved it, but it, it, he didn't. He got a deflection. Thanks very much. One nil. Yeah, no, it's really nice. And I'm very pleased for him. Like you say, <clears throat> got deflection, but who really cares? Plenty of goals get scored like that. And if you hit it half from the edge of the box, there's always a chance. Because I was sitting there half thinking, well, we might have a VAR decision if that came off one of our plays because it was hard to tell. But then when you mm. saw the replay, um, yeah, it's just, you know, good technique to, to, get, to get it on target like that, even if it was maybe a bit central. So I wouldn't have taken that shot. So probably not. No, I don't, I don't think so. I would take that shot, and it's something we've been saying for a while now. Again, it's like we need, you know, someone like Basuma or Saar when they're playing get that ball on the outside of the box probably ten to twelve times a game, and it it always seems to get other recycled sideways, yeah. or, or or something happens rather than taking a shot. And um, yeah, let's also yeah, he, yeah, just showed if you shoot, you do get a deflection, and we we got a goal. Yeah, but. It seems that some of our midfielders are a little bit hesitant in doing that. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Um, disappointing thing, obviously, Seb, as they went straight up the other end and scored, even if it was millimetres offside or whatever, but it's just, <laughs> I don't know, we just completely switched off, it seemed. Yes, yeah, completely. Uh, you kind of saw 
uh, as they're running back, you're kind of all looking at each other, going kind of going like, right, we've got the lead, concentrate, all the all the type of stuff, and then within thirty seconds, it's all gone to shit. <laughs> so, and it was uh, yeah, but my my kids were out uh, today, and my my lad pulled in the drive and uh, I shouted out the window we were winning one nil by the time he got in the house it was one one um, <laughs> but um but yeah it's just just a bit of a mess but thank thankfully and that's I mean that's another thing that winds me up I, I do feel really like just miffed and I want to say I feel really pissed off with the whole bloody thing today because yeah. VAR they showed it um from the the touch from the the when the manager sits that side um yeah. and it was blatantly offside and then yeah. they show it from the other side, and you're like, "Oh no, that looks onside." And <laughs> and it, yeah, they, I mean, it was. I don't know what it was like in the stadium, but it was a good. I think it must have been a good two, three minutes, probably three, probably three, maybe even longer than that. Yeah. And I didn't know which way it was going to go because it was. It was only once they showed the the original image again, you thought mm. oh, that 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 looks off to me. But it was it was just a toe. That was all it was, and it was you know it was good yeah. play from from Villa. But then. Obviously, we, we get away with that. And then the thing that's probably infuriated me the most, and it infuriated me against Chelsea, was that goal that we scored, that Son scored, similar to the one that he uh, so that was disallowed, similar to the one that he had disallowed against Chelsea. Um, and they were both offside, so I'm not decrying yeah, that. Yeah. They are the epitome of Ange Ball. And it's so frustrating that we are a toe off for the two of the best goals Probably they are the two best goals we've scored this season, yeah, in terms of getting nice, it from the from the back. And Udogi got that uh, moved out from the back. I think it, I've forgotten who else it it, it goes it goes through, um, and it, it was really really strong play. What bit of one two on the on the on the touchline, and then Son's free. Um, and again, you know, we said it with the Chelsea game two 0 It's a it's it's a different game, and I, I am going to have a little go at Son there because he should have held his run. There was no need yeah. not to. That ball was played into acres of space, um, and he he could have held his run. I mean, the finish was fantastic, um, but didn't count it for nothing, obviously. Yeah, I mean that's it. Today was it, it all was very marginal, wasn't it, Paul? Um, like it's yeah. nothing was sort of like miles off, and it was yeah hard to tell from from the other end whether it's going to count or not. I'm with Seb though. I mean, it's marginal against Chelsea. Like uh, Dyer's finish as well. That was marginal, wasn't it, and stuff. And uh, yeah, we, we we could have come away with the game. It is frustrating. I'm, I'm, I'm for once I'm with Seb there. Uh, it's um, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, you know, in training, you you, you you work on these things when like you got mannequins with the dummies on the pitch, and and it, it obviously very very difficult because you know it, it's not a game scenario, but it does seem that we are constantly just a little bit too eager uh, to like, you know, and instead of just like trusting our training and trusting our instinct, yeah. we all seem to be just like, I don't know, it's, it's almost like it's, we, we, we're just like, so kind of like, you know, it, it, uh, the only word I can think is eager to, mm. again, he's just like to, to get there. And we just got to like, you know, take that half a beat and half a second to like, you know, just to stay on side or, or to time the run correctly or, or yeah, have a little glance, make sure that we, we we're at least in line and stuff. But it is frustrating, Seb. Seb's right. It is frustrating. Mm, very much so. And then, you know, I guess the biggest frustration <laughs> of that first half was the fact that we just didn't manage to see it out. No, we need to step in. The biggest frustration of that first half was the injury to Benton Kerr. Oh, uh, we are. Yeah, we'll, yeah, that was frustrating. Okay, we'll deal with Benton Kerr first then, yeah. I've watched the replay. He's not even going for the ball. It's two-thirds nice. up his leg. The ball's probably a metre away at that point. It's just cynical. And the thing that 
really pissed me off about that is that if you know a player's been out, which you will do, it's, there's no way like that was just a coincidence. They know he's been out for eight months or whatever. And then to do a tackle like that, it's really cynical from another professional, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I um, remember back in the day, a uh, friend of the show, Sandro, um, putting out a, a thing for Charlie Adam. Do you remember Charlie Adam used to yeah. croc, <laughs> croc all our all our players, particularly Gareth, Gareth Bale? Bale. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Matty Cash is, I mean, he ruined Matt, Matt Doherty was that yeah. two seasons ago. And then he's gone yeah. in. Oh, it's, it's awful. It, it, it's awful. And then the worst thing about it is, oh, sorry, I'm going to lay my cards on the table now, is that we bought on Hoybier. Because <laughs> that, for me, that was the biggest, biggest change in the game. And uh, what was you done then, Skip? I, I, to be honest, Franco, I don't know, but I, I, I have had enough of Hoybier now, because I saw him in the flesh, um, uh, obviously uh, against Wolves, and I just I can see why. I obviously mentioned it at the start of the, the pod tonight. I can see why he 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 didn't start today. It's because so what he does differently to to Benton Kerr. So Benton Kerr played in exactly the same role. But when Benton Kerr picks up the ball, A, it's a, a, normally a forward pass. He had a very good link up with, with Lo Celso particularly. But then also he then becomes available again. So you're adv- advancing the ball, which is obviously key. I would say key to any football team. It's not rocket science. It is, you know, get the ball forward. <laughs> it's, not, it's not hard. Hoybier yeah. comes between and splits the two centre backs normally with his facing facing the goal and then when he delivers the ball more often than not it's sideways a lot of his passes today I didn't think were accurate so the the wing back or, or the full back or whoever he's kind of got to take a step back or kind of stop his run it's not played in front of him and then not only that he then remains static so it higher up the pitch Hoybier Hoybier in the Celso's role isn't actually that bad but Hoybier starting the play it's just, it's just awful. It was chalk and cheese, and for me, that was that was huge. Particularly second half was well, I didn't feel like we, if we advanced the ball, it was despite Hoybier, not because of Hoybier. Whereas it, the first twenty five minutes, half an hour, when Benton Kerr was on the pitch, he was instrumental and key into getting that ball further forward. Uh, it just, it really, it really frustrated me. But going back to your point about Cash, that was a proper hatchet job. He knew exactly what he was doing. No, agreed. And the, uh, I agree. Like you, you notice the drop off almost instantly. Sort of like that, that, that speed and dynamism of the ball going through the team just disappeared. But yeah, Hoybier's got a good long ball, but it's not <laughs> like that's not enough, is it? You know what I mean? You need him to be able to, to to get up to the speed with the way we're playing. It was him or Skip, wasn't it, coming on because they're the only two midfielders we had on the bench. And I thought Skip, when he came on 70, 71 minutes, complete lack of intensity. He got played around all the time. I don't yeah. know what's going on with Skip. I don't know what's going on with Skip right now. But he's not anything like we know he, the levels he can play. I don't know if he's angible. I don't know if he's like he's he's wrapping his tits or he's feeling sorry for himself or what. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Hoiberg or Skip, you know, we don't see these guys. It had to be Hoiberg, um, you know. Um, and unfortunately, you're right, and, and Seve's exactly right. That, yeah, and you say the speed of the ball, it just markedly slows down. It's two or even three touches when it would have been the outside of the foot and Benton court or a drop of the shoulder, yeah. and then straight away it would, it would have gone and we're away. But it, and he's still doing this effing thing, Hoiberg, with his hands like, calm down, calm down. He's like, you know, like, you know, like when like you know, you're reversing back and your dad's going, whoa, 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 not so. It's, it's like that. And like, Shut. 
you know what I mean? It's just like, shut up. But, but that's the like, weird thing because everyone else in the team, like you look at Vicario, the man's like he's been taking amphetamines all weekend. It's like oh. he wants to get the ball out as quickly as possible, doesn't he? He's like showering a ball. Well, give me the ball, give me the ball. Let's get it out. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And then you've got Hoybier yeah. playing back passes going, calm down, calm down, everyone. It's like- he's, been, he's, he's been at the club. He's been at the club too long and I wish Paulini had gone to Bayern and then Fulham would have come in and got Hoybier. And that would have freed up another place for us to go and get uh, a, a midfielder. We wanted Gallagher, because, didn't we? Uh, it would have been Conor Gallagher. It probably would have been Conor Gallagher. Yeah, it, it was all last day when it Fulham were looking at um, offloading Pellini to Bayern, weren't they? And then we then Hoiberg would have gone, and we would have got Gallagher. But yeah, such is life. But Hoiberg won't be here next season. Or he, uh, sorry, he shouldn't be here next season. Oh, he won't be here next season. But he probably will have no. a part to play in the rest of the season. Sadly, um, I agree with Skip. The thing is, everyone seems to forget that while Skip did look like he had more about his game, he excelled as a defensive midfielder that season at Norwich. He was sat back, hardly got involved in the forward play, and you know mm. was just good at reading the game and breaking stuff up. I saw today that he did try and make a few runs going forward. He'd play out to Kulu, then sort of try and take the defender with him and run through and stuff like that. But the issue is when he if he gets the ball in those positions, I feel like he's a little bit lost. He's not an eight. He's he's, he's not an eight. He's, a, he's as you say, he's a six and. But lack of, you say lack of game time, but he's you know he's he's been in and around the first team now for three seasons, three and a half, and then he fought. Yeah, that, as you say, that really good season away. At, no, I mean he's not a kid anymore. No, no, skip, no. you know, and he's 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 got to be. He just doesn't seem like he's adapted to Angeball when you've got people like Poro and uh, Papamata Sar mm. and people like this who have really excelled under Ange. It, it seems like Oliver Skip's gone the other way. Am I being har- if I'm being harsh again, then, then call me out here. But I just think, you know, Skip is well off. Even like, you know, he's not kind of like, he's not, he's, he doesn't seem to be picking his passes correctly. He doesn't seem to be scanning around to see where the, where the next pass is coming from. He doesn't, do, and he just got, he just got passed around like simple triangles, like, like a yard off the ball. And it's like Kamara was just like, thanks very much. Mm. See you later. It was just, and this is Kamara. It's I, I I don't know what's going on with him, and I hope you know because I I like Ollie Skip, and it's not because he's come through our kind of ranks. I think there's a good player there, but I think he's really got to start to like look at himself a wee bit and say, and if he does get more chances for 15, 20, 25 minutes like he did today, he's got to play a lot better. Mm-hmm. He has to play a, a lot more intensity as well, a lot more intensity. Well, look, last season he started eighteen games, um, and so far this year he's started one and he's made seven sub appearances. Only really played one hundred ninety minutes so far, so he's not, there's not a lot to go on in terms of Angeball. But I think the injury and not playing a huge amount and then not having much game time, it can, it can take a while to get back. Didn't stop the show, show or Hill, Franco. Not today, it didn't. No. Yeah, but again, they got they got the whole game, didn't they? Um, most of it anyway. And um, yeah, they also played international duty. He's not well. Yeah. Brian Hill's not. Skip, but. Skip's lost his. Oh, I think Skip's a bit too old now. But Skip hadn't played under twenty one football now for a while. I mean, and he was he was a regular yeah. in the twenty one team, uh, national team. I, obviously, I think he's a bit too old now. But he's 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 yeah, he's not getting a lot of game time. So I'll I'll I'll, I'll concede that definitely. But you know, he came on the 70, he came on the seventy seventy first minute today. So he's got nineteen minutes to try and affect the game. And yes, he's got a break for, he's got to play that eight. He's got, to, he's got to like burst forward a bit more. That might not be his game, but as I say, he's experienced enough to try and make it work. And mm. it's a bit of a cul-de-sac when he gets the ball and it doesn't really work out for him. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it could be another Harry Winks, you know, shows promise, doesn't get game time as much, doesn't ever really develop into the play that he could have been. And uh... Winksy is tearing it up at Leicester, mate. Well, How dare you? <laughs> but there you go. Maybe that's what, you know, Skip needs to do as well. It's difficult. Um, to bring these midfielders through 
managers don't just don't seem to trust him. And look, let's be honest, he is down the pecking order at Spurs. Um, you know, well down the pecking order at Spurs now, fourth, fifth, maybe. So um, yeah, it could be could be a tough time for him. Might be a loan out. You never know. We need to do some business in in uh, December though. I think and yeah. Another midfield. January. We need to do. We need to do it in January, not December. <laughs> well, no, we need to start doing it in December. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prior planning. We've, about, we've, got, we've got all these kind of like bods with like looking at like, like with their laptops now. Aren't we like a data driven kind of like team now? What well, I keep reading, all these guys from Villa, funny enough, have come over. Exactly. So we should have them all lined up. So on January the first, all these bids just go out. Ding, 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 ding. Seb will tell you about that. Champ football manager in it. That's it. Well, <laughs> the rumor the rumor is Ivan Tony, isn't it? That's the uh, that's that's the big rumor at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'd, I'd imagine we're just waiting for the heat to die down off him, and then we'll uh, we'll make some moves. But we'll see. Chelsea remain convinced that he's going to Tottenham. Apparently. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Right. Anyway, going back to my point that I made about ten minutes ago, <laughs> so, <laughs> I was not being able to hold on at the end. Seb, I mean, it's just frustrating, wasn't it? Because I looked, and it was by the time they hit their free kick, it was past the six minutes of allocated additional time, and then yeah, fucking great ball. Though. It really was a good ball, um, and yeah, just frustrating. It? That it was. It was a peach of a ball, but it was a great ball. I have to. Kind of say that line. We did it. We did it a bit earlier uh, with a similar free kick. I think from the other side, mm. the line. It, well, it was nine players all it all in a line. Therefore, I mean, look, goalkeeping coaches and defence coaches will tell me I'm, I'm wrong here. I, I've no doubt. But for me, if you are all in one very very straight line, then it just needs one kind of good. Uh, it was a great ball. But surely there should be some kind of stagger or something like that so that you can kind of see across and that someone can can meet it. Uh, you know, it just didn't seem right to me. I probably haven't explained that very well. But do you see what I mean? If, you, if you're in one line, then, then you've got one chance at defending it. That's what I'm trying to say. Whereas if you're a little bit staggered, people can meet it at different angles and things like that. Also, I didn't think Vicario's positioning was fantastic because surely if you're holding that high... Uh, a line and running backwards the mm. goalkeeper shouldn't also be that high because he's not going to come and meet it he's not going to come and meet the ball um, otherwise you'd have to be extremely high so he was almost in a bit, a bit of no man's land and I think if he was a bit further back on his line he probably would have got a hand to it he's you know we know he's a fantastic shot stopper so it was really frustrating and the, the commentators mm. I mean Alan Bloody Smith again on a Sunday afternoon. I could do without that. But, um, you know, they were just, they, they were lapping it up, basically saying how great Spurs were. But look, it's it's 1-1. You don't take your chances. This is what happens, etc. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, and literally, I mean, you, you were there, but it felt like a, a, a pin in a bloom um, in terms of the noise and everything. It just kind of went... Well, like 10% of the crowd has already gone to get their half-time beers. That's the thing. It's just like yeah. people have kind of given up on it. They start about five minutes before the end of the half and that was six six minutes plus at the end of it. So, Why do you think that ball's really good? Have you watched it again? I'm watching it now. That line is quite high and it, it just, nobody yeah. can nobody can attack it until the point that it drops. It just seems to drop perfectly onto and he's been um, by Ben Davis, I think, at the time. Yeah, so it's like... Uh, well, Royale, he, he runs past Royale when Royale could have tried and blocked him off. Which is your first thing there? It's in. It's into a into a space 
Mm. Um, and I think Davis has got to react a little bit quicker, really. But it's lack of height, isn't it? It's what we, we spoke about yeah. at the top of the show. It's, yeah. it's a little bit of lack of height. I don't think the ball's that good, to be honest. It's got a bit of bend. It's got a bit of fade in it. He's not pinpoint. He, he's put it into an area, and, and luckily their big central defender's got on the, on the end of it. I think you're being... I think you're being really, really uh, quite kind of um, nice. I think I think you're you know you're flattering Villa there. To be honest, yeah, uh, I'm looking I'm looking at Bakar. I'm doing it in slow motion. Yeah, yeah Bakar is in a bad position. Seb's right. Christ, that's three times I've said that now. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, but it's not a great. I don't think it's a great ball. It, 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 it's it's just an area, but Royale's got to do better. Royale's got to block more. And Davis is just if Davis gets there a bit quicker, he comes around the front and you know. Yeah, their defenders what, to get on that. What, what do you really, think about them all all being in a line like that, Paul? Uh, it's probably the, the probably the way to defend it. To be honest, I think they they, they, they yeah they're hoping that with the spacing behind, they I think Vicari knows the ball is going to come in there, but he's uh, he's just not. I don't think he's been that. I don't think he's been that brave to be honest. I'm watching it again. I, th- I think if he carries on and stays where he is, he, he he probably gets to that actually before he goes towards the goal. I'll tell you why I do think that's a great ball though, because I'm watching it now as well. Like you look, it just goes over all of the defenders. He's got that curl on it, so it's coming. It's, it slopes back into the middle. All he has to do is run forward and attack it. It is basically on his head. It makes it really hard to defend against unless you're in front of him. And because he's being marked by Ben Davis, he's not going to beat him in the air. So it's basically a free header. Doesn't get that. Doesn't get there. Davis kind of just like basically uh, blocks him off and just like like we see like like ninety nine times out of a hundred times. He runs past Royale as well, Franco. Royal, yeah, with, with, with the Watkins disallowed goal as well, he lets the ball flow over his head. Oh, he's in a bad Royale position. Just doesn't do anything. Just... He's in a bad position for both for both of those. But um, to answer Seb's point, I'm looking at it again. Um, yeah, if we dropped another five meters there, five ten meters, that means Vicario goes back towards his goal line. Probably, probably, yeah. But we're talking about hindsight now. But um, I just agree. I don't think it's a great ball at all. Anyway, there we go. Agree to disagree. Right, um, second off. I don't know. It just it lacked the same intensity as the first half. I think like Benton Core not being on the pitch was was evident in that second half. And like I said, players started to get leggy after 15 minutes, and then it did feel like Villa were were, were going to trouble us a bit more. And it, in many ways, Seb, it felt like that Wolves game in that you know we started off quite brightly and <laughs> slowly the opposition side got into it and started to cause us more problems. But in the end, the goal was. Just quite well taken, wasn't it? Some nice interplay, first time shot. Not much the keeper could do, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If I, was, I still can't get over my frustration because it ca- it came up on Sky that um, I think it must be about ten, maybe fifteen minutes into the second half. The pose- no, it can't have been that that much. Five, maybe ten minutes. The possession stats came up. Spurs had had ninety four percent possession, right? Wow. It was just incredible, um, and we were moving it around really nice but we looked a bit toothless uh, that that was the, that was the thing i didn't ever really feel threatened by villa although i did think bailey came on and, and had a bit of a bit of an impact gave us something to think about obviously they took they took cash off so that that uh, and and the the french lad they had up front who i thought had a really poor first half um diaby um so they 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 were they made kind of um attacking changes but i never really felt threatened until Pretty much the goal, and you, I don't know how you saw it in the stadium, but you could see it. You could see that what was going to happen. It was all kind of laid out, kind of in front of you. We looked really, really open. There was a chasm in the middle of the pitch um, between the between the centre halves. I don't know where Hoybier was, um, 
and um, yeah, you could just see what was going to happen. Like mm. six, seven phases before the, the the ball ended up in the net, it was it it, it was obvious um, and really, really disappointing. And like you say, it I, I don't know if it's running out of ideas. I don't know if it's running out of steam. Um, you know, I imagine, I, I don't know, I don't really want to make excuses, but these are the boys that are working hard in training because there is no one else. You know, there's a lot of people out, uh, out as we've said. So maybe they're, they're working hard or harder in training than they normally would. And we, we just looked, particularly going forward, we looked leggy. You know, we've mentioned Johnson. I mean, Kulu will run for you all day. Son looked leggy. Uh, I was surprised Gio came off. I thought he was. I thought he was the one that could could unlock it. To be honest, um, and I think he looked surprised to come off actually when, when when he did. Was did he come off for Skip? I can't remember. Was that the change? Um, no, Skip was the first sub. He came on for Hill. Um, okay, so Valise came on for Lasalle. Valise, yeah, yeah. Not not sure what I think about that. I know. I know you might want to put another body kind of up top, but you need someone to kind of create create those chances. And he, yeah, he exactly. man, most likely, and we make. didn't. And we didn't. That's yeah. the thing. It just all went quiet after that. Yeah. Much. Yeah. I know that Villa probably tried to slow the game down. And we had that, what it was, six minutes of extra time. And the ball only seemed to be on the pitch for about two minutes of that. So they did, they did make it difficult for us to get to get a chance at the end. But yeah, I agree. I just don't, I didn't see the logic of, of that at that point. It's it's just a poor goal defensively from us as well. Again, I'm watching us and I agree. Go fourth time. We've said there was, you could see it happening. There was a big gap. Uh, between uh, the centre backs and uh, Hoiberg, Hoiberg is standing still, um, unusually, quote unquote. And uh, yeah, so Ollie Watkins drops into that pocket. Davis does kind of shuffles towards him and then realizes no. And then by that time, um, the he, Watkins has laid it off and he's 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 on the move straight away. And Royale hasn't um, hasn't seen the danger. Um, the ball in the ball into Watkins first time. If Mickey Van Aven's on the pitch, Mickey Van Aven sees that and uses pace to get a foot in or put him off. Mm. And I don't think that goal happens, um, which is unfortunate. But it, there there is too big a gap between the centre backs and uh, the the six or or the midfield, so to speak. And uh, they exploited that. Saying that again, Watkins took it in one swift movement, took it with his left and then swept it with his right. And um, it was really quick. And I don't think Vicario had much of a chance, to be honest. But um, yeah, kind of Davis, Davis is caught in no man's land. Um, he doesn't know whether to go to Watkins or, or stay where he is. And by that time, by the time he's made this decision, it's too late. And Royale just hasn't come on the cover. But yeah, as I say, I think if it's one of our first choice centre backs, as we've seen all season when they're playing, they step onto the ball really quickly and get an interception or, or make it really difficult by being literally touch tight with someone and they don't get to lay off the ball that easy. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's just steps, right? It's just wide open, unfortunately. Yeah. Again, you do kind of feel that Van der Ven might've dealt with that, but you're right. He just yeah. sort of gets in that space between Davis and Hoybier and neither of them do anything. It's frustrating as hell. Thing is, I had the perfect, it was like almost perfectly in line with me. So I could just see it was going in as soon as he hit it as well. It was um good finish. It was a good finish. Yeah. And you know, it wasn't like the rest of the game, wasn't without chances. We could have probably got back into it, but it just felt like as the game went on, they closed up their defence a bit more and, and we just weren't going to get that opportunity in the end. Um, but we did, you know, Poro hitting the, hitting the post, Sonny being offside again. That was probably our last really good chance I think we had. Um, yeah, frustrating, frustrating day. I thought Poro played well today. He did, especially the first thirty minutes. I thought he was was part of it as as well. He was like passing the ball really quickly in the midfield. I was quite impressed with him. Yeah, 
I think he's he's he's, he's getting to really understand that inverted wing back role mm. really well, and he's a real competitor. Um, and he, I know, I know, sometimes he can't, he, he does lose the kind of like a, maybe a, a blindside run, which we've seen a few times this season. But in Angeball, I think he's, um, yeah, I, th- I, I think he's he's been a bit of a revelation to be honest. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing a bit more of him this season. Yeah, much, much improved. Must, must mm. be said. This is it. We just need to get some players back in the team, don't we? We've got some tough games coming up. I mean, I don't want to be doom and gloom. Is it three weeks ago when we were talking about, you know, we're not going to talk about winning the league? But now, after three games, it looks like a completely different season, doesn't it? Three losses on the bounce, and you're looking at it going, when's our next win going to come? So we've got Man City. Um, and whilst we're always doom and gloom about that, we do tend to do quite well against them. But I, I do get your point that you made to me earlier, Seb, that this, this does feel a bit different. Then we've got West Ham. Then we've got Newcastle. Forest away. Everton at home. You know what I mean? We, we, the next it gets, three games. It, get, it gets a little bit um, easier on paper, if you like, in... Uh, after the um, maybe after the Newcastle game, I don't know, but I, I, you know, I am going to be doom and gloom. I think we're going to get absolutely steamrolled by City, and the, the, mm. the main reason is is what we said is the height. I, I, I you know, I, Harland will have an absolute field day. Rodri will have an absolute field day. We, we, we. I, I don't know what's up with Bentaco. I'm hoping for for good news, but if we go well, we will go into the City game. I imagine with a back four. To the same back four as what we had today, and I just—it's mm. uh, not going to be—it's not going to be fun. I just want to get it done. I kind of almost don't care what the result is uh, because I, I think you can write it off. Um, That—that's that, how I feel. Look, it's crazy. We're four points off the top of the league, but um, it doesn't. I've never—I've never known for as long as I can remember. I've not known an injury list like this. Uh, and I know other teams are struggling. I know Newcastle are struggling. I know, I know there's other teams, but you know, we start, we had no midfielders at the end of the game today that we would not have said would have been on the pitch. You know, I want to see Madison, Benton Kerr and probably Saar because that's what got us to, 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 um, to where we are. And obviously Basuma as well. You, you factor that in obviously none of them on the pitch. No, no normal centre backs on the pitch. You know, no, yeah. we're, we're down to our fourth choice left winger. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's it is crazy. Um, so we, we, you know, we're doing well to stick in there, but I just want to get the city game out of the way. Get Romero back. I don't know how far Van der Ver. Well, well Basuma will obviously be back for City as well, so that 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 is a, a boost. But kind of once once Romero and um, and, and Basuma are back, and hopefully Bentancur can play, um, and maybe one or two others. I don't know how long Richard. Yeah, you know, I felt like Richarlison would have could have done something today. Certainly mm-hmm. that one that <laughs> that. Um, uh, Hill sent over. That was a prime Richarlison header. You know the, the one, that, <laughs> the one that Son missed. So yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I just want to get City out of the way. I'm dreading it, um, and uh, and then try and crack on with with, with the rest of the season. I, I did notice. I think United and Newcastle are playing each other next weekend. So there's a good chance that if they draw, and even if we lose, we're still in the same position position wise. Mm. Obviously, you want to get points on the board, but I think it's going to be tough. Uh, you know and uh, this 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 chap that we've got in this Johan Lange or or, or whatever, I I hope he's got a long notebook because <laughs> we we need some reinforcements pretty quick. Yeah, I mean it, it does make the West Ham game pretty big. Um, you know they've, yep. they've they've been a bit mixed this year, I say, um, but they always step up for our game, don't they? So that that'll be an interesting one. Thursday night, jeez, eight eight fifteen kick. Eight fifteen. Eight. We talk about that on the way out tonight. Doing. Talking about it. I know. It's, 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 yeah. 
get home, you know, <laughs> down to South London like late, well late for my bedtime. Being an old man, that I am. Yeah, but they used to just yeah. they just used to not allow games against people like West Ham in you know the midweek or sort of late in the evening, didn't they? It's just like cause looking for trouble. But uh, we'll see. So yeah, it's um it's gonna be a tricky month. We do need to get some players back. We need to we need to start maybe trying to see out these games and, and maybe in these minutes, like the sixth minute of extra time at the end of a half, we need to uh, not give away free kicks and, and be a bit tighter defensively. Last three games, we've we've taken the lead. I know, I know. We've, I know. we've, we've led in every game bar one this season. The only game that we haven't led in is Arsenal. So that that, that, that brings me... that I don't want to go into the game manager thing because we all seem to talk about this, especially the three of us. But you do think, you know, the penny's got to drop at one point, hasn't it? It's like literally we score a day, and I know Watkin goes up the other end and he puts in a slightly offside goal by literally toenails. But mm. it's almost like it's it, we keep making these same mistakes. We and not only under Ange, we make them under. We were making them under like Conte before, and even Mourinho, we were giving away kind of like you know mm. uh, an equalising goal or letting letting the team go two one up within five minutes of us scoring. It's, it's been happening a few few seasons now. You think, you know, someone's got to say something, yeah. some, but it's not. And I just wonder if we'll ever learn, to, to, be, to be honest. And um, I bloody hope we do, because, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like, oh, shit, we scored. Oh, we're definitely going to lose, because the last three games we scored and we, 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 we've taken the lead. And it's, you know, I don't want to believe in kind of like, you know, voodoo and all that, but it's like, come on. Now. I think they are... Look, we'll know obviously more. It's easy to say this, but it's true. We'll know more at the end of the season. You hope that these are a bit of an anomaly in terms of, you know, that Chelsea game. It's, it's killed us. It's absolutely killed our, killed our season mm-hmm. with the injuries, the suspensions, just the kind of coming off the back of it. You know, we put so much into it. I think that had a bearing on Wolves. So the, these three games, and no doubt it'll be four games, are, are a little bit of, a, of an anomaly, you hope. As Andrew said, I think post-match, you know, you hope you kind of come out once we get players back, come back stronger. I don't necessarily have a problem. I know you're saying about the penny dropping and, and things like that with, with conceding goals. I, I Even though I'm frustrated, even though I'm miffed and there's something else I want to talk about with regards to VAR if we, if we get the time, um, I still enjoyed watching us today. Uh, and, I, and I said that on the on the the last pod that I did, uh, the Chelsea, which was the Chelsea game. Yeah, it was enjoyable. It was horrible, but it was enjoyable. It was like going on a roller coaster, Alton Towers. You don't really want to do it. It's not much fun. Not not much fun. What you're doing, but as you look back, you think, yeah, actually, I quite enjoyed that. It was good. So you know, I, I like watching. I, I like watching us. And you know, if we're going for it, and we, you know, the the application was there today. You yeah. can't doubt. That any of that, you know, the effort was there. They were trying, um, just maybe not quite the personnel on the pitch that we wanted to execute the the game plan. But the game plan will always be the same. And I like that. You know, we know yeah. what we're getting when we, you know, you, you boys go every week. You know what you're going to get now. You know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be attacking football. They're going to be trying to score. They're not going to be trying to hold on um, and Fair play. He's not. He's not a man for turning. No, I'd agree with that. And and everything that he said as well. Pre-season and you know after after matches, you know it's going to be a long journey. Where there's going to be bumps in the road. It's going mm. to not always be nice, but at least it's it's much more enjoyable than it has been yeah. the last few years. So you, you don't you don't think he's going to change next week? I no. don't. But the, but this is it. I do. I do. I mean, I just feel like if we're in situations like this where you're where you're holding on to something at the end of the half and it feels a bit dangerous, then I, I don't want to be playing about in the back so much 
Um, Seb, you're not going to get to talk about VAR because it's been 52 minutes already. So You're not going to let me say that that was a 100%. It was a penalty twice over in the fifth minute. You're not going to let me say that. I've just said it now anyway, Franco. No, you're right. Because I've seen the replay and it does, A, does get, uh, does get elbow in the face. And um, yeah, it's a handball. just lands on his arm, doesn't it? Which is but a bit you, weird. You, you know why it wasn't given, apparently? Well, I heard. But what was what did they say on the TV then? But it got very confused because basically when the game kicked off, they said that the, 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 the Stockley Park hadn't weren't able to show replays to the referee. So if he'd come over to the to the screen, they weren't able to show replays. That's what they said. Then they right. very quickly, before the incident, kind of said, oh, it's kind of, we think it's all sorted now. Um, and then, um, it, it, but they were very, very kind of um, non-committal on it. And then obviously you see the incident and you see the replay and it didn't even go. To, to VAR, which for me, you would assume that that is because they didn't weren't able to show the referee anything or, or look at it properly. Because mm. if you had seen it, as we all, as everyone has now seen it, like I said, it is a penalty twice over. Um, yeah, and, and possibly a red card because that, that it was an elbow to the to the face. Um, I mean, there's the argument that Brian Hill's so small that he probably thought he was gonna gonna get him in the chest. <laughs> he got he's got him in the face, but um, it, it's 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 blatant. And I've said it before. I've said it. I'll say it again. It's the Premier League. It's supposedly mm. the the elite league in the world. I sound like Mikel Arteta now, which is terrible. But <laughs> it, say, yeah. but it's but it's true. It's true. If the if you've not got your VAR linked up at the start of the game, delay the game. We we had something I've forgotten what it was a few a few weeks ago. What was it? Now there was there was a, a game that was delayed, and I can't think why. I've just come to it will come to me after we finish this pod. No, no doubt. No, but we have, we have them delayed when buses are a little bit late, don't we? And stuff like yeah. that. Team buses get held up in yeah. traffic, all sorts. It's not yeah. like it's impossible to do. But there was a technical. Tech, oh, it was the the was it the the water at Brentford or something like that. There was some. There was no water in the stadium or something like that, and they delayed the right, game right. for for fifteen minutes. It's that type of thing. Steve Driver, Steve Driver drank them dry. That was what. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Is it, it, it's it it blows my mind that the best and biggest and most expensive league in the world, and there is something that clear and that blatant that they say you know. It's, it's just it's embarrassing um, mm. and it's not just that you know people say oh it's because it's Spurs and because it? it didn't go for you it's not it's across the leagues it's just it, it, uh, across the whole league it's just it's just embarrassing so yeah sorry Franco I know you said no but I've done it now you probably cut it yes, anyway no. no worries mate no, no stay <laughs> Um yeah no I agree and the thing is in the stadium I don't think we had any clue um, because obviously it was part of the play and nobody really appealed for it too much Um and yeah, that's it. I didn't see it until half time when somebody showed me on their phone. So it's um, we'll see whether it gets highlighted on match the day um, later on. Right, we will now call it to a close. Um, cheers, gents, for joining. Let me just quickly mention football prizes. Um, the Black Friday deal is now gone. The ticket cost is nine ninety five, but it's a great prize. Two hospitality tickets to Spurs against West Ham. That's uh, as I just said on the Thursday night um, under the lights. So it should be a decent game to go and visit and get some hospitality. Um, there were sixty five tickets. Thirty eight have been sold, so there's not that many left. So get involved footballprizes.co.uk don't forget if you join Patreon you'll get access to a discount code give you 15% off your ticket which is a great offer so patreon.com forward slash the cheese room podcast 
get involved. Right, Mr. Muir, um, people don't know, but you did some crazy sports thing yesterday. What was it? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, like, you know what I do for a living. So I did um, the High Rocks, uh, which is a fitness event now um, at the London Excel Centre. And I did quite well. I became uh, the, the probably something in the top 10% of my age group, which is 50 Oof. to 55 year old age group nice. worldwide. So, yeah, I'm feeling a bit sorry for myself today. But, um, yeah, and then sitting down today and jumping up when I was getting annoyed, <laughs> especially with Brendan Johnson, probably didn't do my hamstrings. I probably went Mickey <laughs> van der Ven on my hamstrings. But, um, yeah, uh, that, that was last night. And then, obviously, catch up with you today and uh, Jimbo and a few other, and uh, John, who you probably know from our YouTubes, um, uh, saw him today as well. Just before we go, can I just quickly say uh, uh, very, very quickly, uh, get well soon to one of our listeners called Neil Webb. Uh, we've got a mutual friend, Neil, haven't we? And mm. he told me today that you've had, you've had a bit of a problem with your knee and it's not looking too good at the moment, but um, you're on the mend. And you're down in Tooting, which is like 15, 10 minutes from where I live. So, Neil, I know you listen. And, mate, I hope to see you soon. And uh, I hope it, it all gets well soon. So, uh, keep your chin up. And uh, thanks for all your support. There we go. Top stuff. Seb, cheers for joining, mate. Well, I've done loads of exercise this weekend, boys. You want to know, know what I've done this weekend? I did actually get up off the sofa a couple of times. Um, and and, I, and I, I mowed the lawn. There you go. That's, uh, yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it in my hamstrings. Feeling it in my hamstrings. Hang yeah, on a minute. It's the 24th, 25th, 26th, and you're mowing your lawn. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't mow the lawn. I, we got a lot of trees in our back garden. I, I, I sucked up the leaves with my um, with my <laughs> lawn mower. Made it sound like even harder work than it was. It, what, oh, Frank, I got a proper sweat on. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm sure you did. All right. Well, you can enter the leaf blowing championships next year. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, cheese heads. Um, don't forget, listen out for the YouTube gang. They'll be back on Monday night. Um, Brendan, I think, is hosting that with um, some usual higher caliber guests, as always. Um, and then we will be back next weekend too. <sighs> the Man City game <laughs> hopefully not a route that um, Seb is predicting and uh, yeah looking forward to that right till next time come on you Spurs come on you Spurs come on you Spurs Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>